election month, an ongoing theme we've encountered is cynicism. Which makes sense. The last 50 years, when all of these movies have been made, has been particularly rough for most people, as politicians have continuously sold us out. Hollywood is often called liberal, but liberalism itself has changed with the rest of politics. From the beginning of the month, we've kind of been able to track that change in real time. It's nice, it's nice to, to be, be talking, talking to an audience of working people. people. Because I can congratulate you on having jobs. You do have jobs, don't you? How many are out of work? Well, the unemployment figure for this state is 8%. Think of it. The candidate, all the way back in 1972, served as a prescient warning about fading liberal idealism when faced with the reality of the American political system. Instead of heeding the warning presented as far as with Bill McKay's, there's got to be a better way. I say there has got to be a better way. <laughs> to me, that's what this election is all about. Many politicians took the move to the right strategy as a manual for political success. By the Clinton era in the 1990s, liberalism was completely unrecognizable from what it had been in the age of Lyndon Johnson and Bobby Kennedy. The Democratic Party don't care about the African-American community. Isn't that obvious? You got half of your kids out of work and the other half are in jail. Do you see any Democrat doing anything about it? <laughs> Certainly not me. The concern for the poor, for racial progress, and a better society for the vast majority of people had slowly eroded into a mean, dog-whistling corporatization that put the interests of capital way above the people. You had a, a rap singer here last night named Sister Soldier. I defend her right to express herself through music. But her comments before and after Los Angeles were filled with the kind of hatred that you do not honor today and tonight. This led liberal Democrats outside of politics who had once looked up to towering figures like the Kennedys to wonder what the hell had happened. Warren Beatty was once the premier star of New Hollywood, along with Robert Redford, Dustin Hoffman and Jack Nicholson. They made up a new class of actor who was edgy and on the forefront of both edgy cinema and often the new politics. Warren Beatty starred with Faye Dunaway in Bonnie and Clyde, a movie that purposely evaded easy answers about morality and a society that was evolving in the 1960s. This year's Miss Bonnie Parker. Glad to meet you. I'm Clyde Barrett. Clyde. Nobody! We robbed banks. 
Beatty was a huge supporter of Bobby Kennedy's ill-fated 1968 campaign against Lyndon Johnson's Vietnam policy and Hubert Humphrey once LBJ elected not to run. In 1972, Beatty served as an advisor to George McGovern and campaigned against Nixon's continuation of Vietnam. By the 1990s, that idealism and optimism had drained away. Politicians no longer seemed to want to fight for their constituents. Today, as we stand on the threshold of a new era and a new millennium, I believe we need a new kind of leadership. Leadership not mired in the politics of the past. Reaganism had overtaken the Democratic Party, and the civil rights movement had long since fizzled out. We stand at the doorstep of a new millennium. Our obligation is to Listen reduce to this, the government and at the same time restore its creative power. Warren Beatty wrote and directed Bullworth in 1998, maybe the most cynical movie we've looked at yet. Beatty plays Senator J. Billington Bullworth, a once liberal fan of Bobby Kennedy, who has since conceded to the conservative swing of the American political system. J. Billington Bullworth is a lot what I'd imagine Bill McKay and the candidate would be like after three long decades in the California Senate. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Written in the wake of Clinton's failure to pass the universal health care plan, the main antagonist is the health insurance industry, embodied by Paul Servino as a Southern lobbyist. Everyone of these, these motherfuckers there, the insurance companies. Insurance, insurance. Yo, you can call it single payer, a Canadian way. Only socialized medicine will ever save the day. Come on now, let me hear that dirty word. Socialism! Woolsworth has agreed to bottle up a healthcare committee bill in exchange for $10 million in life insurance. He plans to take out the $10 million policy and then have a hit put on himself so his family can collect. On the plane ride to California, Bullworth realizes he doesn't want to die. The constant threat of death frees Bullworth to begin to actually start telling the truth about the American political system for the first time in decades. White people got more in common with colored people than they do with rich people. We just got to eliminate them. Eliminate. Eliminate. Who, rich people? White people. Damn. Black people too. Brown people, yellow people. Get rid of them all. Oh, is a voluntary, free-spirited, open-ended program of procreative racial deconstruction. A big part of what convinces Bullworth to snap is that his primary opponent is a much younger, more neoconservative politician who challenges Bullworth from the right. Beatty's original idea was to have a man take out a huge life insurance policy and a hit on himself, but then fall in love. Halle Berry stars along with Beatty as Nina, one of Bullworth's South Central constituents who he falls in love with as he raps and dances through the Compton ghetto of the 1990s. Beatty has said that the intersection between politics and hip-hop culture was just supposed to heighten the absurdity of the comedy, but Bullsworth has a lot to say about class, race, and the death of liberal idealism. It also places Bullworth squarely in the strange position as a truth-telling and highly imperfect liberal white savior. But Warren Beatty purposely undercuts this by killing Bullworth off at the end before he can actually fulfill his idealist vision or really do anything, turning him into a martyr. <laughs> Bullworth is also known for having a pretty fire soundtrack, cutting down the original Ennio Americone music for original songs like Ghetto Superstar by ODB and Pross and a title song, Bullworth by Prodigy and Method Man. Live and direct to your TV set from the Bullworth soundtrack, we got Pross well, Maya, and my man, Big Baby Jesus, doing it till you get a superstar, baby. Anyway, before I introduce the panel, let me say, please like this video and subscribe to the Movie Night Extravaganza YouTube channel. Also, we are now monetized, so if you have any pressing questions during this live show, send us a super chat. We are absolutely obligated by international law, human rights law, to answer it. 
We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movie night extra. All of our after parties are available on there forever. Okay, let me introduce the panel. Jan World, illustrator, book cover artist, comic designer, and artist for Give Them an Argument, co-host of Movie Night Extravaganza, and Bad Takes. Conan Neutron, host of Britonic Reversal and the frontman for Conan Neutron and the Secret Friends. They just got back from touring on the East Coast. Christina Oaks, when she's not dog-sitting, you can find her streaming on Twitch at <laughs> twitch.tv slash cosmopolitics. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at, at cosmopolitics, and on Patreon, throw her some subs on Twitch and join that Patreon. Jason Miles, host of This Is Revolution and guitarist for Bitter Lake. I, of course, am your long-suffering host, Forrest Miller. Without further ado, let's get started. And sometimes see good friends too, but not for a while. <laughs> Just to be clear. I, lo- I love the red carpet, Forrest. I, I, I thought... Uh... Yeah, we, we showed me that, that a while showed ago. Showed me that a while ago, and I yeah. and I really dug it. I'm, I <laughs> want to say on air as we're live, I really dug the intro. You made that movie. You were very very generous. <laughs> a lot of what you said. There is no class uh, uh, discussion whatsoever. But I that was really really good. I like that. I mean, in the, in the sense that they do talk about the poor getting the you know the shaft by the insurance companies. They have the guy being like, "Well, it's not really about race; it's about like you know which people have jobs and which people can actually afford to buy our that, that, that is that insurance." Much. Yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> that's it. I think the the idea Warren Beatty probably had was that it was implied, but it's really hilarious to see this after like the 2016 presidential election where certain parties basically tried to divorce class entirely from racial politics. And uh, like, it needs to be spelled out now and even more so need to be spelled out back then where there was just less, uh, you know, unless you're looking at media, there wasn't anybody like Look, he was, talking he was about spitting. those things in mass media. He was sitting when he said, so Trump, when I was watching it, I felt like Trump ran a Bullworth campaign. <laughs> but for yeah. the right, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Brady, Brady feels like more of a Bernie Sanders style. But like, I don't know, Trump's yeah. like divorce from, uh, well, many divorces, but his divorce from all. Uh, Ca- yeah, calling from him all, Bernie all, Sanders is yeah. not where you want to be when Jesus comes, man. That, that, <laughs> the, the line he has at, about at the black church. That's like what at 25 minutes into the movie. I was like, this is the worst movie ever. Basically, he's like, if you Negroes pull up your pants and stop eating fried chicken. Yeah, it's Bill Cosby. It's like the Bill Cosby lecture, right? Theme runs through the film. Yeah. It doesn't There's a lot of pull up your pants. Yeah. Uh nobody is real. Like, there's no believable uh people of like any sort of ethnicity in the film, like the Jewish. Hollywood people. <laughs> oh, everyone's a trope. It's like all, it's like all for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I'm Joseph Robin F. Biden, and I'm here to say <laughs> <laughs> that's believable. Yeah, that I, I can believe. Going to jail if they get in my way. Anyway, yeah. yeah honestly, like the, the 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 I feel like one of the biggest flaws is is that uh, you know. I mean, the rapping is just like like ungodly, like Chappelle show skit bad, like just like oh my, somebody should be like, hey, how about you just say these lines instead of like doing like a you know trying to be Eric B and Rakim here because you're not. It's like weird spoken word. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I remember the beatnik. I, I remember when they interviewed uh, uh, Uncle Phil like after Fresh Prince started. <laughs> 
And he's like, well, Will Smith taught me how to rap. And the interviewer's like, well, can you rap for us? And he basically did what Warren Beatty did. It's just like, <laughs> Uncle Phil, I love you, but no. Yeah, the, the answer to that question is no. No, I, can't, I cannot and I will not. I will not do that. Yeah. Sounds like my dad when he tried to rap. Yeah, I don't. I don't doubt it for a second. But, but I mean, like, well, and I'm here to say. <laughs> but then, like, also, I mean, I, whew, there's so many scenes, man. Like, I mean, like, you know, liberal use of the N word, uh, like, just. Well, I, and it, and I think Jason, I you said something. I kind of love seeing Warren Beatty just say the N word. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like maybe that's why this movie was made, like to a certain degree, right? Warren Beatty can say it in so public. Bad. So and so they can make out with Halle Berry, which uh, okay. I wouldn't doubt if that was part of it. Man. There's a colored gal that's Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think he's going full Strom Thurmond with the with the? Yeah. Can picture? we get this colored gal in the movie? <laughs> this sounds more like Larry King. <laughs> that's how it's in this film. Yeah, no, that's why I said. <laughs> Whenever white people in Hollywood are making deals, they're all Larry King, <laughs> Robert Larry Evans. He was already old then, too. That's what's wild. He was old then, man. Like, he was old. Yeah. Well, I remember that movie vividly because that's the year my daughter was born. And I remember that single was unavoidable on the radio Uh, for a superstar. Yes. And I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. God, shows. That was like a song that I listened to all the time when I was like five years old. <laughs> I was gonna say to be clear, Christina's younger than us, so because I'm sitting here shaking my head too, because Jason and I were almost the same age. I was I was a dad. I was 98 was the year my daughter was born. Yeah, that's why. That I a superstar. Pull your pants up, black people. We need to, we need to <laughs> stop making music it's for sound. Basically, our, the rap version of Islands in the Stream. So like, <laughs> oh, is it? I hadn't noticed. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Oh, what, 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 are you talking about? That is what we yeah. are. To be clear, I'm being a dick, and I totally know that that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he knows the Skinny Rogers people, so just like, like I, I was, I was mad when it came out. When I, when I, it was like not as mad as the the Puff Daddy Corey rapping over the, the Puff Daddy rapping over the police song. That was like, yeah, was like, dude, come on. Oh, oh man, performance though was so good. <laughs> okay, so, Biggie died. Should, should I uh, should I front load the uh, I don't know the dessert onto this episode and oh, uh, play like towards the beginning. The uh, Bobby Wynant interviewing, uh, oh, <laughs> yes, interviewing Warren Beatty clip. Let's go. We can get yeah, that. yeah, because I haven't heard it yet. Because get into the serious, uh, you know, serious. Jason, are you familiar with uh, Bobby Wagon? Are, are you familiar with this one? She's like Bobby uh, Wagon. Uh, Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Bobby Wagon over here uh, with the interviews. No, she's like a local media <laughs> who, who like like. Did, if you ever saw Parks and Recreation, they have that local TV show that everybody goes on. She's like, like that's that kind of person, like a local media. Uh, person. Maybe I'll remember. Maybe I'll remember when you play it. Probably like two the press rush for this movie. Probably two mimosas in for every interview. You know, not saying. Oh, definitely. Saying. Yeah. No. <laughs> MTV was really so behind this too. movie. Yeah, and they they had. I mean, they had uh, Proz and, and ODB perform at the MTV Music Awards, which I included the the intro for that. But uh, I think at one point, Proz pulled ODB out from behind like a, a pyrotechnic thing and like saved his life because he was. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so Bobby Wine is the, the, the best interviewer of all time. Um, every interview just has something completely fucking awkward happen in the middle of it. It's yeah, it's amazing. Like... <laughs> a politician could never be as honest as this politician. Uh, certainly not as vulgar, and uh, and 
I think a politician could be as honest as this, but this guy's nuts, you know? This guy is having a nervous breakdown. It just happens that in the nervous breakdown, he says a lot of things that are true. But this guy is, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's out there. So, uh, you know. Yeah, he needs help, lots of help. He could use some help, and he gets help, he gets help. <laughs> and it becomes therapeutic for him to uh, We have mice in the walls. Yes, mice in the walls. <laughs> but we'll we'll just overcome that. We'll yes. talk louder than they. Yeah. Okay. Warren, when you yeah. were doing Let's the rap, number, what yeah. kind of, of uh, what just happened? Thing were you taking from the crew? Was everybody? I'm, I'm going to stop this noise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Warren, when you Bobby had... Wigand, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> This is getting yes. to be a real Warren Beatty production, yes. take after take after yes. take. Yes, yes. <laughs> but we'll get it right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Question. Yes. When you were doing the rap scene yeah. in the costume mm -hmm. and having to do the number, yeah. people around you, were they just laughing and couldn't contain themselves or what was going on with the rest of the people on the set? Well, a lot of times when I, when, I, when I was in that outfit, you know, people didn't know that that was me. People, I would ask people to do things, and they would wonder who I was. <laughs> you know, take off, and then so uh, we. Aunt Jill, is that you? Yeah. Was it hard to learn to do that? And, no. Well, the whole point is that I'm doing it badly, so there was nothing to learn. Was, oh yeah, is that it? A guy stays no, up yeah, all night, an after hours joint, and then uh, he just starts doing it the next day. He can't help himself. He can't control himself. So it's no choreography or any planning involved. It's just. No. How you do it badly if you're middle-aged and white. You know? That's not your kind of music, though. I like it. I've grown you? to like it a lot. Yeah, I, I, I like it's it. guys are entertaining. I like it when it's good. I don't like it when it's bad. So, uh, like anything else. <laughs> yeah, the African-Americans you've had life on the set, like that would they sometimes say, Warren, no, that that won't fly or the way I rapped. No, uh, just anything uh, would, would no, they sometimes, no, 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 no. This is a, a, a kind of, no, it's a kind of style of comedy, whether you call it farce or comedy. Um, <laughs> you know, that uh, everybody in the movie is nuts. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, especially I, all those, everybody colors. that's in the movie kind of understood that. So, you know, we have, white cops that behave badly. We have a white senator who behaves very badly. We have um, Don Cheadle plays a gang leader who, who is so upset inside that he's, he burps all the time and takes Tums. Uh, we have, you know, we have everybody's kind of silly with a lot of it. Paul Sorvino, yeah. we got to, and Because uh, if he had health care, he wouldn't Not a character. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. And we have a, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I was like, he does that? Really? When does yeah, he do that? Yeah. <laughs> he he opens speaking of Tums. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, has the Tums a few times. So, so there's a possibility that he cut something out of this film, is what you're saying. Like, there was more scenes maybe where he had... Like, I think that was going to be part of the whole, like, oh, you need health care, right? Because you're a black man with a bad diet. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if he thought about it that much or if it was just like a... It, it's, it's, it's a reoccurring funny. thing. Every scene, he's he's constantly yeah. like got indigestion. I didn't yeah. notice that. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I get heartburn too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I get heartburn watching this. Like, you know what, if you just put down those ribs. 
<laughs> the oh, the scene when they're at the. I think I wrote that in this in the group chat we had. The ribs at the nightclub. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What, what kind of nightclub is that? What yeah. kind of dance club is that? Because when I go dancing, you know what I want? Some some sticky some sticky. Yeah, so a big ass plate of ribs. <laughs> It's like my hands keep like covered in barbecue sauce. It's like ugly like, walks up to them with ribs though, and he's like, "Have some ribs, and if you want some more or something." <laughs> They're not even trying to be discreet with just over the top. Those those people like ribs. We'll put that, some uh, ribs in there. When Obama yeah. said he wanted to have a Bullworth moment, did he think of his Bullworth moment as that thing where he was actual like, thing he said, by the way? Yeah. He did he said. think of his Bullworth moment as the thing where he did the, the stereotypical black voice on stage that time and said, mmm, them ribs or something? <laughs> Obama made a comment before about eating fried chicken. Yeah. A, a very similar to what Bullworth says in the church, which kind of, I was actually waiting because, again, I, I, I think I saw this movie when it came out. So I was waiting for him to have a, some sort of moment of clarity where he would come back and apologize for those comments. And then I had to kind of remember the 90s, who this character really is supposed to be. In my opinion, he's supposed to be yeah. Clinton. Because I think, you know, people have to remember that Clinton was the quote unquote first black president. He was on Arsenio Hall. That's what Toni Morrison yeah. called him. Um, and he was supposed to be a friend of black people. And that's kind of the reputation that Clinton had. And yep. I don't know. I know you, you went into the archives for us to get your your clips. But when I went in those archives, I was doing a show about uh, healthcare, And a lot of the Bullworth rhetoric on healthcare was very similar to the ads that Bill and Hillary had because they were fighting a, a, uh, a Republican Congress that was not trying to pass his health care bill. Right. And they and they referenced that in this movie too when he said uh he's like we have new flaming teenage moms or whatever like uh yeah. you know like the even more racist rhetoric. So where can you really go besides like the Clintonian dog whistling? You know what I mean? You have to get far more racist. That's the only way to the Republican Party. But this do. is and this is also peak DLC politics. And for those that are too young to remember, it used to be a thing called the DLC and it was it was considered like new way Democrats and the new way was like let's be more like Republicans and be more corporatist and get that money. And then, like, basically, screw you if you're poor. Uh, like, you know, we don't do that anymore. It's, like, it's totally, they have the uh, they they co-opted um, the third way like logo and like the branding for Tony mm -hmm. Blair's. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, it didn't it didn't go away. It just it just kind of like you know it's like Pokemon. It did, did a final form. Michael Brooks used to rail against that, but then also like watching uh, clips of Tony Blair like looking more and more like a fucking yeah. gremlin. <laughs> but but the thing is but getting back to like yeah the political climate at this time like right this is this is like and we talked last episode about the like the 96 election and just like how the uh, uh how the choices such as they were you had bill clinton and bob dole bob dole bob dole oh, says bob dole so bob dole you know like mm -hmm. that and him and his pen and it, it was and, and like there were, it's we t last episode, of course, the classic "Wag the Dog," which predated the the Clinton, the major Clinton controversy. There you go, thank you, Andy. The major Clinton controversy. Uh, it came out before it, but basically predated, it, even though it was like written about um, uh, in the Iraq War and H.W. Bush uh, originally. But yeah, it's 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 notable for like the political climate that like 
pretty bleak time, honestly, for, for not just for progressive politics, for like being a working class person. And even in the 2000s, even Gore decided to take the DLC playbook, too. Because so, who do you pick as a running mate? Joe Lieberman. Before there was Mansion, there was Lieberman. Who was I like how every, every iteration of Joe gets like worse and worse. It's like Joe, <laughs> Mansion, Biden. Yeah. We get the Joes yeah. out of politics. I'm running on a platform. Yeah, Joe Wilson. Joe Wilson. No, no more Joes in politics. We've had no more Joe Wilson. My oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. McCarthy. <laughs> Go yeah. back. Go back, man. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but like, but that was the climate, right? Is it that, like? It was, it was, oh, I'm just going to co-opt these Republicans platform and do it better. And like, and yeah, then guess what? They you. still hate you and they're still going to impeach you. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. They have, they have commentary about how he did that within Bullworth, like uh, before the yeah. debate. They're like, you know, he, he steals the Republican rhetoric, but he opposes all Republican, like Republicans doing those policies. Not that he opposes Republican policies. You mean the opening debate when the, when the movie starts? No, the forward. debate. Uh, the debate when when he's getting interviewed and they they have the the thing on the when, when and they, they kill the power. And Larry King. Oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. When he said, "Yeah," when he starts and like the, the the insurance dude is like, "Ah." Paul Sorvino. Cut him off. Paul Sorvino. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so like unnecessary. <laughs> Not since James Gandolfini was uh, meant to be Southern in the Huey Long movie with uh, uh, John Penn. Has there been more of a miscasting? I was going to say it's the same feeling I got watching Cape Fear with uh, De Niro doing the Texas <laughs> accent or the country accent when he was playing fucking uh, Max. I yeah, thought he did fine. Nick Nolte was was severely miscast, though. Yeah. But no, but what I'm saying is like the feeling of like uh, a Southern accent coming out of the mouth of someone that you're like, you have a Brooklyn accent. Come on. Yeah, it's yeah. someone who's clearly acting and putting on an accent instead of just being yeah. like, like Pam's left. Yeah. <laughs> Pam's left. That's how I felt when all the actors were talking that were supposed to be from L.A. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, Don Cheadle does it a kind of good because he's been in L.A. for so long. Yeah. And uh, there's a really funny interview with Don Cheadle talking about his first big role in Colors. And he didn't know there were real gang members in that movie. And he was, in, he was supposed to be like the head of the gang. And they actually were like testing him <laughs> in a scene, and he was like terrified. So there's like so there's a there's a really funny uh, Cheadle interview about that. But um, he's an East Coast dude. No, he's he's like I think he's uh, from uh, St. Louis, I believe. St. Louis, okay, yeah, sorry, he's from yeah. Louis. Um, I like I like him. He definitely does not have a West Coast affectation at all. Like, if anything, he's got a neutral affectation. Like, probably by design. Probably like he's, you know. He plays a lot of different kinds of Those roles. two annoying black girls that were just. Five <laughs> minutes silk. Oh. Get money. Get money. Get yes. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it, every, everybody was a caricature. So, can. can uh, something I noticed this time because I, I was looking for it was just how much Warren Beatty has, like, his own chorus, <laughs> his own chorus pre built into the movie. Right. Like when he talks like later on in the movie, he talks about, hey, here's the here's my problem. Here's my solution to everything. Everybody just has to keep fucking each other over and over again until we're all the same race. And like I was like, oh, yeah, yep, yep. OK, yep. And like every like all the characters are like written as like, oh, yes, that sounds great. No, and stuff like, whoa, hey, what? Whoa, damn, they're, they're like, damn, they're doing. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the but, but, yeah, but they're Conan's right. They are agreeing with him. I mean, when he's in the every church, time. No, every time yeah. the church, yeah, not one person party? goes, hey, F you. And like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Like nobody, 
They're all just like, are you saying the Democratic Party doesn't care about black people? And he's like, isn't that obvious? Like that one lady is pretty outraged, but like, you know, he doesn't. But like when, when, well, I guess we'll just call them Diamond and Silk, like kind of joined up and start like, you know, being like immediately, first of all, immediately know the cadence of the song and then also like repeat the last line. (laughs) They're just on board, right? They threw the beat on. You know, so yeah, they well, exactly. So they you know, jump right into it, I guess. <laughs> but but are just like Amelia for, for reasons? I don't know because it's a laugh. Maybe I don't. Like Halle Berry is supposed to be a serious person because she's angry. Mm. Like this is how serious black people are. They're always angry. Yeah, grant, granted, that could come from Saren Sorkin because he is pretty fucking racist. Oh God, yeah. His 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 fingerprints were all over this movie, and I saw someone in the comments put like Bernie when they saw the Boer thing. I was like, don't. There's a huge difference between Bernie Sanders. That was probably just when he said socialism as the like he basically advocated for socialized medicine. I would imagine because but, I mean that's that the feels of you know the Clintons pretending that they were for that while also trying to make yeah. some kind of compromise. To get that it. that's that's what's so important about that distinction. Yeah. You Context, know? yeah, yeah. You you really people really have to understand that moment and how hard this was going to be Clinton's signature legislation. I don't know if he wanted to be known as the deregulation welfare reform crime president like he is now in forever etched in history um which is having a backlash for him some 30 years later I remember when his wife was running and uh and he was at one of her her speaking engagements and people were mad at him and he looked so shocked well of course yeah you know, he's like, and, and I think he says, you can't be mad at me. I'm America's first black president. Yeah, I think he says to, <laughs> to your point, Conan, I believe he says, you people asked for this. Remember that? And there's some truth to that. I mean, it's it's a, it's a complex history and and we can't just shit on Bullworth and say that was all make believe because I think the movie Colors has the best scene where there's like a town hall situation and the people are complaining about a lack of police presence and also over policing at the same time of their children and growing up in richmond california where i'm from um that definitely was the cry of the people in the community we weren't saying to fund the police back then it was it was kind of like where y'all at yeah but also when you guys do come can you stop fucking up the people that aren't really doing anything so when I lived in not that far from uh, where you live in Soundwave and in, in West Oakland, the only time you saw a cop is if you called one, and then they, it was never they never would do what you came there no to yeah at all. They would like be like, well, what's this over here? Like, who's this? Who lives here? <laughs> Fuck you! None of your fucking business. Why don't you fucking come here for the reason we called you? You fucking fucktard. But yeah, like, it's, yeah. but it, that, yeah. you never saw a cop ever unless you called one. And called one, they would do things that you were they were not called for, and it were so, uncalled yeah. for. I guess uh, Aaron Sorkin sued Warren Beatty because uh, he was hired to work on the Ocean of Storms script, I guess, as a rewrite person. Which he's and, still uh, working on, by the way. What, like, is, what is Ocean of Storms? What is that? It's, like, it's an astronaut movie. Okay. All right. but, uh, yeah. He was late because he, he did a rewrite of Bullworth. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, they ended that up settling out of court, bit. if you want to know the uh, the results. He, he got paid all of his money, settled out of court, and him and Warren Beatty are still trying to get... Uh, Storm of Oceans or whatever the fuck that movie is. But uh, is this while the Christina Abigail has MS? Really? Yes. Uh, while the, no while the wait, so it was Beatty who mastermind <laughs> because of Beatty's irrational, incomprehensible, and unwanted personal animus and hostile feelings towards Sarkin. Relatable. 
I have been looking okay. for uh, like what he said about Sorkin because apparently he had some public comments. I can't find them. Um, everybody's like attacking Warren Beatty because uh, apparently now we know he uh, solicited sex from an underage girl in '73. Um, mm -hmm. Sounds like '73. His sister was not a, a, a perfect shining beacon of light either. Shirley MacLaine, yeah, for those who don't know. Yeah. And yeah, did y'all like, see Warren Beatty in 73? I'm sure it wasn't that much of a convincing. I mean, job, 70, 73 Warren Beatty, you know, he still thought he was, you know, 68 Warren Beatty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and still a handsome dude. I mean, like, yeah, standing, you know, like, like considered once, a heartthrob. Once a young tang. <laughs> I mean, like, look, so if, if you're asking me to be like, who do I dislike more, Aaron Sorkin or Warren Beatty? That's not even a contest, right? But like, uh, <laughs> Like, I mean, Warren Beatty, despite this movie's best intention, did not ruin politics for multiple generations. <laughs> and I would well, have nobody wanted to start watch we, there's, there's an alternate timeline where West Wing made no impact, and this movie did. And, like, every fucking wannabe politician now just raps. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, I am here for that timeline. That's your multiverse that Warren yeah. Beatty starts. The I'm, I'm MC Jeb, and I'm here to say. All right, now clap, clap, clap. Please, please clap. I'm, I'm rapping here. Like MC watching Jeb. him discover black people is the funniest shit in that movie. When he's in the ghetto, he's like, "There's a ghetto. What? These are my constituents." Or when the kids when the kids are are talking to the cops, I was like, "There's no kids in the world that would ever do that around." Like, first of all, why wouldn't you run if you were so like? Why would you just stand there? And the one cops, the cop, uh, the guy, he has the best five. Uh, you know, what I'm talking about that one actor. Um, what, what do you know? Remember what that guy's name is? Uh, the, the cop that doesn't put the ice cream in the kid's yeah, face. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, he always plays cops, and he has the best cop eyes because it's just like <laughs> he like even when he's smiling, like you never see it go up here ever. Like he's just like just, just like total cop eyes. Yeah. That 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 was a, that was a scene. I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, With the ice cream and whatnot. Yeah. Police. And he just <laughs> happens to have the like a real like Senator Bulworth things behind him. Like, yeah, yeah, it just happens to be like a wall full of campaign <laughs> posters with his face on them right behind them. Oh, that's convenient. And the whole thing about like I use the children to sell drugs was like such a tropey trope. Yeah. Um, also of that era. He also um, remember he copies, guy, he copies Don Cheeto's whole speech, uh, like yeah. word for word. He appropriates yeah. it when uh <laughs> when he's, having the, when he's having the interview where he almost gets crushed by the fucking air conditioner. <laughs> and, and Don Cheadle sitting there like, yeah, like everybody's like, right on. That's so, like, Popeyes, by the way, is Chris Mulkey. You stole my car. Wait, say it again. Uh, Popeyes is uh, Chris Mulkey. Chris Mulkey. Okay, that, guy, I, that guy is. A, he's a great that dude actor. Yeah, no, he, he totally like is. I had to look him up because I couldn't remember his name, and I'm just like, God, he's Chris Mulkey. That, 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 that guy. It's that guy. He's the the guy in the thing. Yeah, that for guy. A cop yeah. actor, Chris Mulkey. <laughs> AKA cop eyes, yeah. As we call them, that's what we call them. I mean, again, Forrest, I think I, I I watched your thing. I actually watched it a couple times. Your your intro, uh, you sent that to me at a at a, a really good time. Um, and I watched it. Not here. I think it was like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, I was. Well, I won't get into. I was up. That's all you need to know. I was, I was awake. Uh, he's also he's also uh, uh you know left coast so you know were you uh were you were you up in the way that uh you know 
that you're up? Characters. No, I'm not up in the way no, you're I up. No, I said it's the way that certain characters in this movie were up. <laughs> <laughs> I was handling grown folks' business for us. But okay. <laughs> that, that that's a great scene where like the the, the the little guy who's been in so many things wants the cocaine really bad, and like he just won't, <laughs> he won't share it with him. He's like, uh, 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 like Matt he leans down killed. for it one time. You know what else I didn't notice? <laughs> when Warren Beatty is looking for Halle Berry, uh, all the people in the club are doing coke. Well, yeah, that's what you did. You know, <laughs> not anymore. But I'm like, but they're doing cocaine and eating ribs. Is that like a that, thing? that doesn't seem like activities that go together, does it? I mean, I mean and again, dancing with ribs, your hands are covered together. in barbecue sauce, man. Yeah, you get the cocaine all over the barbecue sauce. <laughs> what the hell? If you yes. want to shit yourself, if you want to shit yourself at the club, they go together. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I said, everybody in the club be shitting. <laughs> that's new, like my favorite song. Guys, by, uh, uh, like, fucking, uh, you know, new soundtrack. We got Pooping in the Club remix. Like, that's a musical challenge. I don't know if I'm ready for, but, you know. I do a lot. I, 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 I watched your thing and I was like, this is a, this is a really interesting because the, the McGovern race is an interesting race because mm -hmm. for a lot of people like you know we're all friends with Harvey uh K on this on this stream you know he puts that as a as a moment where the neoliberal turn really starts for the Democratic Party during the McGovern campaign so you bringing that up and also thinking about uh early 70s politics in the state of California with uh Reagan like the candidate like which the candidate's all about and then like later on kind of like alluded to in Bob Roberts specifically you know yeah but just tying into the themes for the rest of this month go ahead I, I think that I think the uh McGovern kind of accidentally uh started the neoliberal term because I don't think he himself was that kind of politician but mm -hmm. um, I agree. but but by but by doing the McGovern commission and kind of excluding labor as like the main electoral yeah. vote and kind of um kind of changing up the rules to make them more electorally viable I guess for an outsider candidate he accidentally started the the rise of Bill Clinton and like well, and, and but but let's not let's give credit where credits due that uh Dracula looking motherfucker uh that like worked with Clinton like he like you know those guys like that all that third way stuff like he brought in all that stuff I was like hey let's find a new way to win let's find a way to to what have people not done before I'm like oh I got it you know and, and, and like remember Dick Morris worked for Bill Clinton yeah absolutely well and look at Rahm Emanuel right Rahm Emanuel mm -hmm. came out of that whole crew Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Dick Morris, you know, went Republican, and I think uh, sure, you know, but like was involved. But, yeah, but at the at the time, it was they they were thinking about like, no, no, because if we just get, we're the good people, so when we get in power, it'll be better. So it doesn't matter if we run on like labor issues or like. You know. Guys, this is my new strategy to beat the uh, to beat the Republicans. Let's be calm. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, anyway, I, I didn't what, mean a railroad. What is that? You, I think it's a movie, right? That's a yeah, movie. That's, a, that's a very stupid movie. But Is that Damon Wayne's son? Yeah. That Did movie you looks so bad, I won't even watch it. As well? <laughs> wow, a movie so bad that Annie won't watch. You heard it here, folks. I, 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 I never thought I'd see it today, yeah. But, did, uh, you do, did you do Primary Colors too for us? No, we didn't. I purpose, did primary just, colors on on my show, but I thought I I was reading and I didn't realize Warren Beatty's former was it his wife or his writing partner that did primary wife. colors and that Benning wife right yeah she she also was in an American President uh, written by Sorkin like apparently and they were uh, primary colors and Bullworth were were competing 
uh, scripts, apparently. Primary colors want Travolta as Clinton, basically, yeah. right? That, Which is that, hilarious because because another yeah. like uh, not yeah. expecting that voice coming out of uh, that that face. Let's get what some donuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got chills. They're multiplying. I, I kind of wanted to know how you guys position between those two films, Bullworth and Primary Colors, being that they came out around the same time. Yeah, I haven't seen Primary Colors, but yeah. Andy Andy did an episode on it, so. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, well, it's uh, the interesting. I, I had uh, uh, Anders Lee and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Spotlight uh, on J. Andrew World. Uh, Bronco Marketich, uh come on and talk about it. So, uh, you know, which which is a great episode if you want to go ahead and look it up. But mm -hmm. but we um, really kind of got to dig, in, dig into like uh, the, the facts, the fiction and, and the fact that this is basically about uh, Bill Clinton uh, having a black child and uh, a, a, a different conspiracy theory of why um uh what's his dude uh shot himself you know it wasn't the clintons it was actually suicide over disillusionment over finding out that bill clinton had a black baby um so it's it's a it's a it's a fascinating movie is it good is that like some dan brown uh da vinci code shit like jesus had a kid no well um okay so kathy bates plays uh like this this uh uh fix like the person who does research for him and she's like mm -hmm. a true believer and uh uh so so like she does all the oppo research to make sure that like nothing's going to come out about him and uh throughout the movie you realize yeah he's banging his friend du dude's daughter like like this barbecue joint in uh the st uh state he's living in oh, gotta have those ribs and um gotta get those ribs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh uh yeah apparently she's pregnant and, and that's um Kathy Bates finds out and she's like this absolute true believer and believes in because it's not it's not Bill Clinton in the movie. It's it, but it's Bill but it's Clinton. basically Bill Clinton. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't remember it being relatively good. But but in by the way, I it's totally got forgot good performances. It. I mean, look, yeah, like, it's got some good performance. It's worth watching kind of. But like it's, it's, it's worth watching if you can get Bron Bronco Marketich to come on and talk about it. <laughs> There you go. By the way, I've totally forgot about the "That's Our Brandon" banner, which I I don't remember what that was from, but I I had to, to stifle a laugh when I saw that because that's pretty good. Uh, that's our also, Brandon. That's our no. That's our that's our Brandon. That's our oh, Brandon. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Yes. Play yeah. this, please. Another guy said, but I what? Don't see you moving to African jungle anytime soon, or some goddamn desert somewhere sitting on a carpet. With a bunch of Arabs? No, sir. And you you won't see me stop eating no ribs either. <laughs> Gotta have them ribs. And pussy too. Don't Malcolm talk about no pussy? Now you know that ain't gonna work. <laughs> there it is. That's his uh that's that's his Bullworth moment. That man became president. <laughs> That should be my opening line when I go on these Tinder dates. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting? I gotta have them ribs. And some pussy too. Maybe that could be my Tinder bio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, but so back to this the, the time frame. So yeah, the Net Benny movie came out. To around this time i mean i honestly think that warren Beatty thought he was like so for instance uh andy in in the private chat earlier on the show you you put the cisco and ebert clip where they basically <laughs> said it was like network which is sort of like yes. okay if howard beale like started like poorly rapping and <laughs> if there was like 
like I don't even know how they would deal with the whole Black Panther storyline with that. I mean, it's, 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 like, <laughs> it would be bongos. They would come out like bongos. I know. Right? Oh God, yeah, big and tribal. Oh my Jesus Christ! But, the, but uh, like Nancy Pelosi, fucking the Shikis too. The like. Shiki, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but but the thing is, but I get where they're coming from with it. That like, okay, so remember at the time in in like the late nineties, there was nobody that was gonna like say those kinds of things that were being said as a politician. So to have someone like say that even as a fictional politician, as a movie star saying it, that is cathartic. That's cathartic and it's exciting in a way. Oh wow, all these things that we say amongst ourselves. Remember, this is pre-moveon.org. This is not, there's no online left. There's no online freaking anything, right? Except for like, you know. <laughs> Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. <laughs> Precisely, yeah. There's BBSs where we could play usurper at each other. You know, like that was about, that's about the long and the short of it. And try to download some pornography. It took you like a minute and a half. It was, you know, just like, I think I see a boob. Anyway, uh, maybe that's just me. <laughs> nope, that was all of us with the little, you had to go. Did <laughs> <laughs> you just watch it like pixel by pixel because coming across the screen? Or someone don't know about that shit where you gotta turn that shit and you hear footsteps, you turn it back. (laughs) (laughs) What are you watching? Oh, nothing. Documentary about elk. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about what I'm doing. What are you doing? <laughs> Who are you to question me? Uh, <laughs> but coming here and turn the dial too, or <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, it, it was cathartic to see a politician saying the kinds of things that we later were described to, like exciting candidates. Uh, Drudge Report, yeah, except mm-hmm. about Drudge Report, Jesus, Free Republic, Jesus. Uh, the to have like these kinds of things that now we can have, we have mediums, much like Jason's show and uh, many other great shows where like you can discuss these ideas. And like, yeah, if you're a certain type of like plugged in person, you know that like, oh, of course, the like, you know, that like it, the insurance companies are never going to allow even a discussion on like single payer healthcare. Of course, they're not going to. It's against that's why you they get the, the news anchors like, well, how are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for it? Right. They, mm-hmm. they have like, the entire system is game that way, but to hear it said aloud by someone that clearly gives exactly zero fucks. Now that could have gone multiple ways. Like this could be, could have been a masterpiece and it, I, I need to be explicitly clear when I say that it is not, but Warren <laughs> baby had all the freedom in the world to do whatever he wants. What he chose to do was this, but it's, 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 the crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixed, like well, mixed. He, only, he only says it like twice, I think. But it's just twice more than he needs yeah, to. Exactly. <laughs> but it's it's a mixed result in the fact that like it's not entirely just like oh my god like this is like a crazy like racist passion project. <laughs> it's it, but it's also not like network. It ain't man. It ain't network. No, but but I, I mean, I, own it. I, I feel you. I feel you. But I, I see where it would we, feel like it. Yeah, it would. Feel I, I like think we it, all agree know. though, and I agree with what you're saying about this era. And this is the era of kind of the anti-politic, right? We're almost 10 years into the fall of the Soviet Union. Um, We are the dominant superpower. Capitalism has won. Deregulation is really starting to set in, especially in the college campus setting, because now you're getting to the point where everyone's getting a credit card as soon as you walk on campus for getting a T-shirt. Um, hey, it was laundry course. day, man. I needed that t shirt <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that three thousand dollar line of credit and, and uh, and those ribs. <laughs> Gotta have There's those more ribs. cocaine ribs, yeah. Well, they don't take credit cards for cocaine, but they do for the ribs. Well, you're not going to the right people, yeah. Sounds like you need a new rib guy. Want me to hook up that yeah. rib guy? <laughs> <laughs> Forces dealer takes Venmo. <laughs> 
This is a college town. <laughs> He's got a square. Oh, don't worry, bro. I got it. I got you, bro. <laughs> Just tap it. Just tap it. Jason, please continue. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but there there's there's a there's a feeling in the air, and this is kind of a lot about what I've been working on uh, personally. I've, I've got a the, my first feature length video essay documentary that that will be coming out hopefully at the beginning of the new year. Um, where we're kind of getting into this moment where where I'm, I'm talking more about this moment of us being disconnected so much from politics in general. So a movie like Bullworth in this late nineties era, this is about as good as it's going to get. I can't remember anything coming out around this time. There was, there was, yeah, absolutely. You know, he, he's, he showed it to Cornell West. Warren Beatty shows it to Cornell West. (laughs) And and apparently he showed this movie to Cornell West. And this is when Cornell West is coming off of race matters and class matters. Mm-hmm. And, and there's like, like there's a really rapping. interesting scene with Warren when Beatty and Halle Berry when he had the beef with uh, Adolf Reed. Adolf Reed beef. Yeah. Oh, they had beef for a while, but yeah. not anymore. Uh, the the one where they're in the car. Yes. And and they go, what? Why is there no black leaders? Which is kind of you know silly question if you really think about it. It's like why do you need to have a spokesperson for all black people? Right. Who, Don't worry, you got Al Sharpton. Right. And <laughs> he. Of course, there was some leader he talked to because he was going to the black church to get a quote unquote black vote. But then he says the black vote doesn't mean anything like the movie is kind of filled with a lot of weird contradictions that it never really answers. And uh, Halle Berry has that kind of interesting thing. Well, you know, the manufacturing sector sector leaves in these areas due to deindustrialization, um, which kind of touches very lightly on some of Mike Davis's work, which I I'm pretty sure Warren Beatty probably was aware of. Um, because that was very popular work at this time as well. City of Courts is a big book in the in the mid to late 90s. Um, but I still don't think they truly understand what it is they're trying to say with the movie. Right. Like so the movie to me muddled. seems real yeah. confusing. Yeah. No, I, 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 I totally get that. But then also think about, uh, so, I mean, other than Wag the Dog and Bob Roberts, right? What other political movies from the 90s that haven't been mentioned on air. Okay, American President, Treacle. <laughs> Primary <laughs> Colors. Primary Color, yeah. Bad. Uh, and then you got, like, Bob Roberts, which couldn't get arrested because of the, actually, I, personally, I preferred, the player was coming out around the same time. Mm. And it was, that was Tim Robbins' passion project. Because that's what Tim Robbins, a dude with a similar sort of blank check sort of aspect, not on the same level, did, is that he made, basically, Donald Trump 1992, mm-hmm. uh, like, forecasting our actual political future. And he did so in a way that was a deep biting satire that works because he's the anti-Bob Dylan, right? He's the Republican Bob Dylan. And and it's absolutely bonkers because it's completely prescient and insightful and it was absolutely a niche movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because which, which this feels like too because it's just been forgotten in the annals of time, right? Like not that the audience originally wasn't and they got like a, a nomination for the Oscars and stuff. But like the um did did, did Bullworth get nominated? No, you're I, kidding. I think, I think it got one nomination or something. For music, right? Yeah. yeah I think it did, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was a big budget film, man. This no, I know. Got nominated for best song at the Oscars? Yeah, <laughs> there was a huge push for this film. 
There was a huge and, push. For you know why? It's, it's these same motherfuckers that got Crash Best Picture, that movie that solved racism. Remember that one? Not the Cronenberg one, the good one. I'm talking about the crappy one where they're like, and I was like, I'm sorry, did you all watch this film? This is terrible. Everything about this is terrible. This is actively harmful towards race relations. This movie yeah, is going to make it, you racist. You didn't want to hug your Mexican. And people saw that and said, up, "Best right? picture, you know, best best screenplay." No, what they said is, "Hey, everybody, we solved racism." <laughs> that's what they said, and then and we that's how it, that's guys. Picture, I can't freaking believe it. You, you you're going to tell me that you didn't want to like make friends with a black person after you watch Crash? Man, motherfucker, I was already friends with black people. <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, Hillbilly <laughs> Elegy got nominated like you know the same year that uh the well the same year that we all talked about the fucking Oscars. Um, you know, Hillbilly Elegy got like four nominations. Yeah, that's yeah. another yeah. That's the yeah, fucking that's, worst. That's gonna age like milk. But that was like, that was year that, like that I don't know. Like Judy Vance was telling people starting in 2016, which makes it ironic that they're the ones who elected him. It's okay to hate the poor whites in the Appalachians because you know right. they don't deserve anything and they're lazy and they're good for nothing. I'm one of them. My family is one of them. All my family members exactly. are like that. Like, and then of course those same people voted him in. You know, just two weeks ago. Of course. By the way, it was nominated. Maybe reinforced this point a little bit, I guess. But Bullworth, <laughs> Bullworth was Oscar nominated for best writing. Screenplay written directly. Really? It was the rap. Writing. 100% the rap. They, they saw the raps. They're like, dude, Warren Beatty can spit. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker can spit. Wow. That's how you test your real your real skill, Forrest. If you could take Warren Beatty's uh, isolated audio and then put a beat to it and make it not suck. <laughs> There's uh, a challenge out there to you, DJs. I, so, I so here. Yeah, I do like his DJ. Dick, dick, pussy, pussy. <laughs> so, so, so the movies it was up against, uh, Bullworth, it was Saving Private Ryan, did not win. The Truman Show, did not win. Mm. Life is Beautiful, did not win. Shakespeare in Love was the winner for that. Oh, God. Was that the year Gwyneth Paltrow won the Oscar because Harvey Weinstein basically campaigned for her to win it? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Beating, um, Beating uh Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just loved what? the uh the, the vagina scented candle that she had. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was He's the like, one that gave her the idea. <laughs> Roberto Benini won for Life is Beautiful, though. So oh yeah, when he walked That's all good. over everyone, that was great. He deserved <laughs> it. I think we see the Pinocchio remake that he made. I like that. Like it was like a more uh the honest actual like Italian live stuff. action, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not a successful film, I don't believe. No, I don't, I don't believe it did a lot of money. Didn't Disney, other than Maleficent, Maleficent McCarthy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that chick <laughs> didn't, wasn't, didn't all their live action stuff kind of fail other than that one? Oh, um, you know, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to get it really well. They made a sequel, didn't they? Yes. There you go. Well, I can't believe writing one for this because for me, I feel like the writing is probably the weakest part of this. Like it's sort of like if this is this is the so again, I'm not trying to make excuses for it. I think you can make an argument. This is a vibe movie, right? And this is like so when people say that it reminds them of the network, it's like the Howard Beale like just starts telling the truth at some point, right? And like does a bunch of other crazy stuff. But and, and like I get that. I don't buy it, but I get it. And I think it's a vibe. But for writing, I mean, there's. 
it feels, it feels like this is like a first pass. Like he was like, should let someone else take a look at it. You know what I mean? Like not, not well, Aaron Sorkin. Pinocchio, by the way, has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently, I, for the, but Conan, I, I think Conan, I think you and Andy and you guys get into this very well. And I don't know how often you guys get into this on the show that boomer nostalgia oh, yeah. for a time gone by when good people got into politics to fix the world, which is really what this movie is to me. This movie is a, is a love letter to that generation. I think you guys talk about that pretty eloquently and spot on when you talk about this era of boomer nostalgia throughout the late 80s and, and 90s, where it's dominated into our now pop culture that the great generation was the 50s and 60s because this is when you know men were men and women were look women. at mad men mad men like i like it but i mean man that's don't should... worry darling <laughs> well yeah but there's a there's a there's a catch to that one that i that i quite like on it like that turns it on its head but yeah like i mean there's a lot of stuff what is the west wing if if not like you know liberal wish fulfillment of like an articulate president who didn't fuck around on his wife and and you know like all of these like again traditional values and things. He got to yell at leftists exactly and, to, and lecture leftists and because remember like what was the big thing in 2000 gore i was like you know him and taper were making out making their oh they're, they're he's a oh my god guy. that was so fucking awkward like, oh, god, stop doing that. you're like robots fucking banging uglies <laughs> <laughs> horrible yeah no climate that... change happened on that one <laughs> wasn't any global warming I'm, yeah i'm I've still seen, mad i've seen more sexual me. charisma in westworld when they didn't have their skin on thank you uh <laughs> <laughs> forces <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but i think but you're yeah but that's that's i think that's a good point right because it is a sort of like it's like a vision boarding vision boarding like the kind of politics that we want to have and like everyone having this like obsession of like the Kennedys as the idea of the Kennedys, not the actual Kennedys and like them bringing in like, you know, the new values and, you know, being people from privileged families, but using their privilege to like elevate the poor and then and, and these social programs and whatnot. And so, yeah, to have someone and clearly anyone that like has like an ounce of empathy or awareness, of the world will be like, that's not what I'm seeing. So to have it just like, laid out bare like that before there was like an air america before there was like much of it democracy now maybe because amy goodman's been doing that show since 1865 but like, <laughs> other than that there was no media outlet saying this kind of stuff peace and love peace and love come on the show amy goodman thank you <laughs> I know, christina we're, we're, we're rattling on a lot up here what, what are your thoughts on the classic Bullworth. <laughs> I was kind of watching that film with like secondhand embarrassment. Mm. <laughs> mm. For Halle Berry and those fake dreads. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's got big dad got drunk at the party energy, I feel. Yeah. Like, but know? like but like progressive dad got drunk at like yeah, yeah. that's like, not better. <laughs> I know, but like well, I don't know. You I would have voted for Obama a third term if they'd let me. Like, you, you, you know, <laughs> they probably would wear a Barack the Vote shirt. You, you, could have, you could have your dad get drunk and become like a Trump guy. I would know because I, I have know. one of my own. Barack the Vote? Yes. That's a shirt? Yep. Put it on right now. I don't believe you. 
I mean, I take, it, take, take it out. Don't put it on. I mean, take it out. I mean, I don't believe you. Take it out. You have to get a couple more super chats for her to do that, I think. Not take this. I'm sorry. I didn't come on right. Come on right. I didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Good point. All right. Uh, you know what? I'll look. Gotta have those ribs. <laughs> oh, she's doing it. Wow. <laughs> All you gotta do is ask. Apparently. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it. That's an incredible. I mean, somebody was like, the, the same people that voted for Crash for Best Picture were like, but rock the vote. <laughs> if she i if she pulls out a shirt i hope she doesn't wear it I, i'm really sorry i wasn't trying to say where i meant pull it out she's her own woman she's, she's gonna do whatever she wants will, she's 100 gonna show up wearing it <laughs> I, 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 if i had money to play i would say she does That's yeah she's gonna have more. a new wig new makeup it's gonna be a piece <laughs> she, she's a quick change artist. black face kind of I don't, you know. <laughs> no, no. what if she came back and was, and was dressed like jay bullworth with a hat and the wraparounds and like the john fetterman shorts and all that Damn. I mean, I, I sent you guys my picture of me dressed up like Bullworth earlier. I did, like, yeah. Right? I know my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I legit thought Harambe was on your shorts. I, I had to like, zoom in. I'm like, oh, it's plants. It's not gorillas. R.I.P. Harambe. You're you're the real you're the real one. R.I.P. to a legend. Yeah. So we, okay, we can't play Elon's song by the way because uh, we'll get a copyright strike, but. All right. Mm. Terrible. Uh, if Senator Cocaine Ribs over here can have the floor for a moment. Um, do we how do we feel about like so the whole thing is like Bullworth is like sleep deprived. Right. That's part of like this yeah. deal. It's like he's, he's like going I through an exactly when I'm sleeping. <laughs> he's getting but like he's getting he has like an existential crisis. Like he's having all these things are happening at once. But one of the things that he's like getting like no sleep whatsoever. So then he goes to sleep. <laughs> I gotta stop looking at the chat while I'm talking. I got it. I know better than this, man. I know better. We get too many funny people in there. Uh, so and then he goes to sleep and he like wakes up, shaves, puts on the holy moly. Oh my goodness! Oh, dude! Oh my goodness! The here's here's the million dollar question. Here's the million dollar question. Did you get that at a Barack rally or did you get that on the corner? <laughs> he got that from the I got a crush in Obama woman. Uh, uh, I actually got it from like Rue 21, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go, go backwards and show the, go, show the whole shirt. Here we go. Look at this. Wow. She's going to have Cringe, liberal yeah. era Christina when, when she thought Democrat all good, Republican all bad. I mean, you just lost the left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I had the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> to be, to be um, fair, I I had money on you on you having it and coming back with it on. So I I I, I, I um, did I did I do this one for you? Do not come. <laughs> do not come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> all right. Look, look. We got an after party for a reason. All right. We can, we can, we can save some of that for that, right? Yeah. You know what? You know what the after party is called? The nap. Only going, going to sleep. <laughs> My favorite place, Forrest. By the way. <laughs> so, so if I may, so like he he's going through this 
crisis of sorts. Like, you know, it's a confluence of events, including like, you know, the sleep doesn't eat for like a long time, et cetera, et cetera. And then he goes to sleep and he uh, went to, I swear the fuck I'm going to get through this goddamn bit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and let me fucking finish this, please. So he wakes up like, you know, shit, shower, shave, dresses up like, like it looks like a senator again. Right. So it's almost like the, the it, it, like, it, is he doing like, is it just a dream thing? It's just a dream. I felt like, oh, that it's way a dream, yeah. right? And then you, but then you see him kind of like, well, hey, you coming to Halle Berry? He's just like at the table. Like I don't know what the hell this is. And and again, this is this is again spoiler for the weirdest movie ever. The ending for it. The final line of which is like off the scale. Like, all right, you done you done it now. But uh, <laughs> but I think there's a real moment. Are we, are we like we're meant to believe like, oh, is he just snapping back to like being standard neo lib, out of touch? You know, don't care about anything senator guy now that he's like looks the way looks the part and is doing the thing and whatever and i think that there's a real moment and actually weirdly i think that works it's one of the things that works in this movie and i think he thinks warren Beatty probably thinks that that's an incredibly poignant moment but it's kind of works as sort of like it's sort of confusing right it's sort of like okay what, what what's happening there and then like it's supposed to be like oh when you re he recognizes halle berry her fake dreads <laughs> and it, like yeah. like Come on, where, let's let's go, let's go do this. I think that's meant to be like you know, like oh, that's the big, the big crux. No, he hasn't changed at all. He just is like, you know, whatever. He shaved and. Complain <laughs> <laughs> about wearing the dreads, though. Did, did, did she did? Is that what we said? She probably had to have complained. I mean, come on. I I want to complain for her. I, I think she was just getting checked. Getting uh, interviewed clip. I can. Can, can we? We need to acknowledge the last line of this movie, right? Yes. Wait, you have a clip of Halle Berry getting interviewed during the Bullworth presser? Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. It seems interesting. It. But, uh, yeah, I don't... I don't yeah, we could any... talk about that, which has to go down in one of the most ideacious last lines in movie history, frankly. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like, I, I was just like, oh. Mm. Wait, are we going into the... Wait, are we going to the... Let's go to that thing. We Look, we're over. Forrest, you're over, aren't you? Mm -hmm. are, no, are no, 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 no. We do no? an hour and a half. We go an hour and a half. Oh, you guys give him an extra. Look at Forrest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got, we got, yeah, we got, we got, we got, yeah, we, we got an hour of plugs we got to do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know, we know our show, all 300 and like whatever 12 episodes. No, that's my oh, show. God, okay. My bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> How many is this? What are we up to? <laughs> but, but Jason hasn't been on, you haven't been on the proper show since like the third episode, right? No, not when you had the full lineup. No. Yeah, like I wasn't even like I was wasn't even a regular on the show yet. No. Christina wasn't. Yeah. No. Nope. Well, it was just me and Andy at the time. Yeah. Sometimes, but I but when I interviewed you, like when I had you guys on to talk about the Oakland uh, movies, I was at like my grandma's or my great aunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was watching that the other night because I had the Wakanda clip that I posted. Where I was like, <laughs> 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 and then the next day, Nancy Pelosi, you know, had to get out of there. I'm not going to personally take credit for it, but I'm personally taking credit for it. <laughs> Warren Beatty, that must have been quite an experience ah. dealing with this man yeah. in, in a romantic situation in a film. Mm, it what's, was. What's the one thing you'll remember <laughs> when you're 95 years old? Um, Warren's dancing. I was really impressed. I didn't think he was going to be able to get that going the way he did, and he truly impressed me. I, and where does he get that from, I wonder? Good question. Has he had a lot of experience on the dance floor, you think, somewhere <laughs> in time? I'm sure he's got had a lot of experience with a lot of things. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. dancing. Did you uh, ever get into Warren's spell, even though he was your boss and everything? I mean, did you ever see what the ladies see in Warren? Oh, yeah, instantly. 
And what is it? It's, Eyes, it's is charm. It charm. He has an ability to make every woman feel like she is the only woman in the room, the most beautiful woman in the world. And he makes you feel like he's only interested in whatever it is you are saying. And that's a gift because most people can't make you feel like that. And he does that very well. It's focus, intensity. Mm-hmm. A lot of nice things. Now, I'm hoping some of these men that are watching this interview <laughs> are writing this down. Like this. They should go take a few lessons from Warren Beatty. He's definitely, well, he's you, you can see right away why he's, you know, had the attention of so many women over the years. Yeah. Are you a little burned out on politicians like most people are? Disillusioned? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. White that, or black, doesn't matter movie. what color they are, just disillusioned? Yeah, I think so. And I think I'm a little tired of hearing about it, I think. I think that's why this movie was so important, because it's saying, in my opinion, the truth. And I think we need that right now. All right, let's do the truth. Good subject. <laughs> I'm not sure women want to know the truth sometimes. If a man is very honest, I don't mm. know that we get credit for being that honest sometimes. It's like what? you don't want to know. It's like don't ask, don't tell sometimes. Mm, you think so? I don't, I don't know. So. I, 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 I'm asking you. Well, as a woman, I, I love hearing the truth. He's gonna warn sometimes the, the truth hurts, which is the case with this movie. The truth often hurts. But once you get past the hurt, I think you're grateful for the truth. Your respect is in, still intact. You haven't been played for a fool. And I think you will get over it and you'll be smarter and you'll be a better person because of it. And the person probably spared you a whole lot of pain. In like the if long I told run. you you had like a little black boo-boo right here on your face or something, you'd rather hear that than for me to let you go around with a speck on you all day, right? Definitely. But most spirit. people would just say, no, how you're wonderful, you're flawless. And exactly. I'd much rather hear. Who the fuck is this interviewer? Bobby son. I don't agree with it at all. Why did you make it? Rather than sit here and say. But people who do you tell you it like it is get in trouble in this world. They do. Howard Oh, wait, is this the Jimmy Carter guy? hated people in the world in media because he told it like it was. Exactly. Because you're right. Maybe people don't want to hear the truth initially, but when they do hear the truth, they will accept the truth, but we've become conditioned not to tell the truth. And so that's been the norm. But if we recondition ourselves, we as people and as a society will adjust. And I think we will be better for it. There's a quote, the truth shall set you free. Mm -hmm. I like mm -hmm. <laughs> that is true, though. But I've gotten in trouble with women. Being he is. I bet really? this man is. Look, yes. at him. Don't look, look at him. Hey, that I bet dude. his head was glowing hard as fuck looking at Halle Berry. <laughs> That dude looks exactly like what I thought he'd look like. <laughs> well, I'm sure he was like, so what's Warren Beatty do? Oh, oh, I'm going to look at you like Warren Beatty do. Does that work? <laughs> he is he is four minutes earlier in this where he's talking about her being single or something. And he, he's like, he's like, why can't you find a man? Like, you know, you, you can. And he's like, he's like. He's the male Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> the male Bobby Wyatt. But he also has an interview with uh, Warren Beatty that I found. that's kind of, I mean, on the presser for this. And he seems like. Oh, Weirdly horny for Warren Beatty. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it because I thought it was actually Jimmy Carter, and it was just a dude named Jimmy Carter. <laughs> I said it's right. It's live for the peanut farm. <laughs> that that dude's really horny interview with Halle Berry is a little embarrassing, but I mean, a poor uh, woman has probably had a lot worse. Yeah, it's probably average Tuesday for Halle Berry. You know, God God forbid what Warren Beatty was doing. I'm sure he was walking around <laughs> all the time. Uh, Jay Hutch, you kill me. <laughs> for the audio listeners, you know, Holly, 
Warren Beatty may have been in shampoo, but I haven't had to use shampoo in 30 years. It's because he's bald. The the interviewer had a hole in his natural. (laughs) He had a skullet. Total skullet. Big monk energy. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That that dude getting at Halle Berry. Poor Halle Berry. Can you imagine dealing with Warren Beatty all horny for you on the set? I'm I'm sitting here trying to promote this movie, and Friar Tuck over there is trying to (laughs) mansplain to me. Famous quotes. Yeah, I've heard that quote, dude. There's, Thanks. There's a quote. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, yeah. Don't you fucking tell it to me. You, you know who said it? Huey, Huey Newton. You heard it? <laughs> he invented the fig Newtons. <laughs> Black yeah, there's a line Halle Berry says in the movie that she says Huey Newton fed the kids in her neighborhood and her mom was a Black Panther. Yeah. It's like, he, so he's he's like, like, you know, a lot of Blacks I talk to yeah. at your age. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. Because I was thinking to myself, if you're 26, you're not that much older than me, and Huey Newton would not have been feeding your family. <laughs> the amount of research that was put into this film. Yeah, it just, just said shit. Yeah, I mean, it took place in 96, so still no. No. <laughs> yeah, so no. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, are we... Should we just pop in a letterbox one liners here? Yeah, and then you know, trying to get this. Uh, yeah, I'll try to get through the plugs at a, uh, at a reasonable time. In a half yeah, hour. <laughs> <laughs> so letterbox, of course, a place for film, a place where film lovers get to talk at with and to each other about the films they love, the films they didn't love, the films that had bizarre raps in them, uh, the the films that ascribe to everyone just needs to keep having sex with each other until we're all one race. <laughs> That that really is the the, the crux of the movie, right? Like, that, was the that is that is that is the crux of the movie. Yes, uh, I mean, and of course, like got from the book uh, Starship Troopers. But you know, carry on. You've never tried to fuck racism away, Conan. <laughs> I, it wasn't my stated goal, but I. Oh, that's what I'm trying to do here. I mean, and, uh... <laughs> do, you need, do you need to declare a statement of intent before engaging in such action? Nobody's told me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, this, of course, is all best expressed in the classic one-liner format. Uh, work in your tight five in front of the brick wall. No Siskels, no Eberts. Uh, bottom-up democracy. Everyone gets to have their say. These are the letterbox one-liners for Bullworth Force Rollum. With this and Reds before it, Warren Beatty used Hollywood studio money to say, socialism is the only solution, and also to make out Halle Berry. But still. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. At least, I mean, at least the, you know, Medicare for all style, uh, single pair yeah yeah network but awesome because warren Beatty says the n-word <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome oh, true <laughs> I, I feel like the, the, network, you, <laughs> the network thing though is like you know the ideas of being espoused i think are a lot dumber in the 90s than they were in the 70s and Definitely. like so to have someone like speak truth to power power's gotten dumber the person speaking has gotten dumber the ideas have gotten dumber like, <laughs> it's true. Gotta have them ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Need Jay's take on the Ukraine conflict. My name is Valerie Putin, and I'm here to say. <laughs> there, there's that uh, that great video of the guy who's like uh, rapping at like a town hall meeting that that Ben keeps playing after I discovered it, um, where he's like rapping at a town hall uh, yeah. meeting, like about like you know I'm not gay, but I I'd have sex with uh, Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember that. All right, there you go. 
Still trying to wrap my head around the fact that the wokest movie I've ever seen involves Warren Beatty smoking weed once and subsequently rapping for the remainder of the film. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just hands him the guy just hands him the L and he's got big fucking like undercover cop energy. I guess he's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing a suit, so maybe like it's like, all right, this guy is not trying to be an undercover cop. Maybe yeah. he's like maybe he's cool, but the guy just hands him a blunt. Like that would that would never happen. Yeah, just there's like an awkward sort of like it takes a beat and just kind of looks at him. He looks at dude. Back cocaine at him and, and like, ribs yeah. would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. There are people that get fucking constipated. I guess. Need <laughs> <laughs> to get unclogged. Court Forrest, that's your that's your new project for for the, uh, <laughs> the holiday season. I'm convinced Lin Manuel Miranda loves this movie. Oh, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I, no, Damn. That's, that's the correct sound effect for that. Damn. Too real. That's good. From Bullworth's Wikipedia page. In 2013, the New York Times reported that President Barack Obama had in private talked longingly of going Bullworth in reference to the film. Gotta have those ribs. Yeah, I, I want to see him rap badly, is really what it is. Yeah, that would have been better if we hadn't talked about it at least seven times in the course of the show. But uh, how can you not? I mean, that's that's again talk about a lot of these movies, right? Real life imitating the art. So. Yeah, because I mean, Obama really wanted to be uh, the West Wing, and like uh, his entire staff when they got uh, you know uh, uh, nominated, you know, came in to the White House, they're like, "Oh, that's where that's where Bartlett and CJ did this, and that's where you know." It's like, shut the fuck up. No, <laughs> that, that was a set. This is real life, people. Come on. <laughs> like why Magic Joe Francisco saying like you know that's where Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock did this. shut the <laughs> fuck up come on imagine if Joe Biden did this my name <laughs> Biden and I'm here to say no. not a socialist in a major way no, no I don't want to you imagine sir <laughs> there were so many by the way there were so many that were basically this he finally daps up fucking corn pop and he's like <laughs> oh, I now understand your struggle, my brother. There you go. I don't know. Warning that beanie would hit. Wow. <laughs> can, see, Nick, can we get a ruling? Can we get a ruling on that? What do you think? Maybe not in yeah. this picture. I mean, after Forrest said drunk dad or drunk progressive <laughs> dad at the party energy, don't that's yeah, that'll dry anybody out under 42. Here's the thing, people. Okay, we all gotta, you know, keep fucking each other. So we're all, we're all the same color. Okay, it, it, it's like a slip and slide where the hose and the water got cut off. <laughs> Thank you. you. You mean a, a date with Ben Shapiro? <laughs> Incredible. You talk to a black person one time and suddenly you're a 2020 Bernie supporter. Seriously, though, great flick. Very funny. Very brave. Brave. <laughs> very brave. brave. Brave choice. Very brave. Very brave. Very brave. Very, 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 very brave. I love when actors are brave. It's so very brave. brave. So brave. <laughs> Big Dick Energy, the movie. That's Big Dick funny. Energy, the movie. Well, it's yeah. Bulgeworth. BDE. No question. <laughs> And there you go. Those are the Letterbox one-liners for Bullworth. Please follow the show. Move next extravaganza on Letterbox. That's Forrest over there. Center of Cocaine Ribs Neutron over here. Uh, I'm all over uh, Letterbox. You can find me reviewing everything. Andy is uh, on 
Letterboxd as well. He's watching all the weird stuff, so you don't have to. Although not the what was the one you said you wouldn't watch? There's something you said you wouldn't watch earlier. What yeah, yeah, that, that 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 uh, let's be Cop cops. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not watching. Let's be cops, but we'll watch all the rest of them. Uh, Barack the vote down there, uh, waiting for her next uh, thematic uh, movie logging. But I'm Christina's on Letterboxd as well. Uh, Jason, you don't have a Letterboxd account, do you? I should no. ask this before I do the bit. I'm trying I'm to hide from social person. media at this point in my life. I don't blame you. It's the only one I like, and it's mostly because we do this show. But, of course, uh, Letterboxd is a place for film. J. Andrew Nappy Dugout World, please <laughs> hit us with the plugs. Thank you. All right. You're I'm already Nappy Dugout. <laughs> I'm the original. <laughs> 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 okay, but hold on. You're Nappy Dugout two words, and he's Nappy Dugout one word. Yes. Big difference. Anyways. I got a word for you. <laughs> Socialism. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> you should get a drop for that for us. I have it as a I have it as a as a um, gift that I can just put on the screen. Oh, do you? Re that's really kind of awesome. Okay. But yes, uh, you're watching us on YouTube. Please do the YouTube things, like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell so you can know when videos come up <laughs> uh, and whenever socialism pops up. And uh, also watch the video to the end that's, uh, that helps us out with the algorithm and helps other movie fans find the work that we do here. And, and it is indeed work, especially some days. Yes. If you don't agree with anything we say, leave a comment. Talk about all of us. Talk about Forrest. Forrest says the N-word when no one's looking. So comment on that. Believe that. Comment on oh. this. Comment on these. these goblin balls. I only, I only started streaming on Twitch again, you know, with this show, so I could say the N-word as much as I wanted and get away with it. Well, you know, Hassan got a pass for the C-word. Wheat Thins, you know, gave him... A pass for that, so that was adorable. Yes, Weepins um, really. Uh, you know, no one's talked about Weepins since like 2000. So they finally, they finally found a working strategy. Uh, the that. actual crackers, Weepins. Yes. Yeah. The actual crackers sent him a cracker pass. The actual wow. <laughs> crackers. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it the is. food, the food, the food. The that's food. like whatever. That's whatever. <laughs> Whatever black friend Warren Beatty had, they gave him authorization to use the N-word. It was Holly Berry, and it's because he employed her. Yeah, it was everyone that was getting the check at that time. How much you pay me? Sure, say it all you want. <laughs> Don't bother me at all. You know this, you is why, this is why the uh, plugs take like an hour. Mm -hmm. um, he was yes. like, at least he was acting when he said it this time. <laughs> Damn. Ruthless. I thought you were talking about me for a second. <laughs> Andy, please continue. Please continue. Yes. Yeah. Um, while the bird app is still out there, please follow us on Twitter. Um, you know, we, we got uh, a community there uh, that that uh, once the bird app dies, it will be dead too. But um, yes, uh, we have a community, and we do occasionally post polls on there. Um, what are we do? Move to Reddit? I mean, there's, you can't. There's not. Yeah. Really, they don't really have that yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, we got a Discord. Not that we use it. Um, I'm on Mastodon, not Discord. Press. Yeah, me and Forrester on Mastodon. So, you know, you can follow us over there. I just, that's freaking, it's you know what I think so of Discord? Boring. It's weird. It's just like Discord, but even worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mastodon's like Web 1.0 vibes. I got your it's... Discord right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Discord. <laughs> but yeah, we, we um, you know, just nuts. <laughs> We also have a Facebook page, so please, you know, um, find us on these things, like us on these things, uh, follow us on these things, and you can find out weird stuff, whatever it is I'm watching. It was Renee, and it's okay because she's from Australia. 
Yes. <laughs> but yes, you're right. You're right. Yes. Uh, Dumb classic. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yes. Correct. So yeah, I don't know. I like the little Twitter community. I think it's cool. It's a uh, you know. I, I don't know if it's going to survive either, but hopefully we can find a replacement for it. It'll survive. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Someone else. They'll be fine, guys. I just yeah, like someone else will get it. It's I was fine. like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, it's shit. not going to go the way of MySpace. Counter social makes more sense, but counter social is, uh, anyway, whatever. Please. Uh, yeah, and, anyways, yeah, because I'm about to get to your plugs, which are the most important. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's the most important video. part of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check out uh, Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal, um, yes. which uh, I don't think there's an episode this week. Uh, this week would be Thanksgiving, so no. But I just had a, I just had Paul Rossler from the Screamers on last yes. night, which was uh, and and uh, Nina Hagen. Yeah. And, by the way, he's uh, brother of classic episode uh, uh, Mad Kira. Max Fury Road. Yeah, to Kira Rossler. Uh, Kira from Black Flag. He also played with Dez in Black Flag and the DC Three. Um, really, like that. One of those guys has done so many things, like trying to make the leader card. It's like I'm gonna have to make this like eight point type to fit in all your shit, man. But like, yeah, really, really good episode. Like, really. I mean, if I do say so myself, interesting cat, good dude. And that was uh, you know, please go to Bandcamp, uh, neutronfriends.bandcamp.com. You got it. I got yeah. it. And uh, you can you can uh, get yourself uh, his episode one twenty two, and he nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that one already. That. We determined it was Renee, so it's okay. Yeah, see, that, that's what that's what this one is. The, the other one. Okay, we're fighting. We're fighting each other. I'm. Uh, I'm excited for the uh, the classic one where I drop the N word about seventy times. That, no, <laughs> no, my brother. <laughs> with, special guest, with special guest, Warren Beatty. <laughs> Come out next week, Warren Beatty. Dog the bounty hunter. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and the guy from Papa John's. He was there. I, I don't. No. He, he, he heard. He heard N word and sent me an email like. Hey, it's me, Papa John. Can I come over and, uh, <laughs> and join in this conversation? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. Frank Stallone, just like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, it's tour dates, Conan. You, you got dates. It's a panel called "Can White People Say It?" <laughs> <laughs> Short panel. No. Uh, yeah, uh, L.A. Uh, Friday, uh, so day after Thanksgiving, L.A. with Mario Lolly and the Rubber Snake Charmers and Noi, which is uh, Bill from FedEx and um, Fruity from Foreigner Blows. Uh, Palm Desert. Thank you, Stevie. Appreciate you. Uh, Palm Desert Show with Fatso Jetson and then McCluskey Makeup Show in Oakland, my hometown. My hometown. They did. He did get write-in votes. My hometown uh, with McCluskey at Starline, which is almost sold out, but uh, that's the rescheduled show. For the so, and then we got one show in Chicago, uh, like like a New Year's Eve Eve, but like yeah, that's that's not next week, which is what I'm gonna go drive and go do now. Yeah, and <laughs> of course, uh, if if you uh, like Protonic Reversal, support it. You get episodes early, uh, so mm -hmm. so it's a great way to. Uh, and it's only a dollar, folks. It's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. Exactly, Bernie model. It's a Bernie Sanders model. And, and uh, Christina, are you are you uh, streaming this week? Uh, yeah, I stream today, but then I'm streaming tomorrow. Uh, with it being Thanksgiving, it's gonna be a little crunch time. But apparently, I got some breaking news. Bolsonaro can't wear pants. He's got a skin infection. Weird. <laughs> what a so, weird so infection. Is he Donald Duckin' it? <laughs> <laughs> he has to. He's the world's sickest man. 
<laughs> is he is he still have they already turned over he's still in office right he's still in office and he's for, recluse right now like he's like, yeah he hasn't really he's been like yeah he's like in his lame duck basically yes against the donald duck in it yeah absolutely you just can't yeah. stop itching down there and you know they just figured uh you, you can can you really lead a coup if you can't even get your pants up? <laughs> pull your pants up bolsonaro can you really lead a coup when you have <laughs> where's cosby to go of venereal disease <laughs> but uh christina has a patreon so uh if everybody uh who can support it please go support her um uh, she put patreon. out a barack the vote t-shirt for you people give her yes so patreon. so join yeah, her patreon i can't yes. i still can't believe that exists it blows my mind rock the vote don't rock the vote baby rock the vote. <laughs> <laughs> vote over. now jason you got uh this is revolution tomorrow I do. I'm supposed to be reading a book for the show tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a um, good friend of show, Steve Paxson, on uh, with his, his upcoming book on Zero Books coming out. We'll be discussing called, um, I think it's called After Capitalism. It's imagining a world uh, after capitalism. And it's more of a honest critique of capitalism, not centering it as the, the reason for all the world's ills. Mm. Um, so it's, it's, I'm a, I am not as deep into it as I should be. And then, uh, on Thanksgiving, we'll be running, uh, an episode I did oh, a year ago, uh, with the now late Mike Davis. Um, I got to talk to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not long after, uh, January 6th, actually, um, it's 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 a, a bit of a sad interview to listen to because he's very ill and when we wrapped it he goes i don't think i'm going to be doing any more appearances because i think i'm just too sick to talk to people he wasn't mean at all um he's actually a very friendly uh, yeah. man that always speaks with hope and uh i will say as pessimistic as i feel I do go back and, and listen to a clip that I made of that. And it does give me some sort of hope um, for the future. If that man could live that long <laughs> with, with, with a certain vision uh, for the left that he fought for, for so long, I think uh, there's no excuse for the rest of us. So That sounds fantastic. That's um, yeah. And uh, I, I know just keep uh, keep an eye on uh, Ben Burgess's channel. I have a big interview with the local gallery where we'll be talking about uh, the work of Leonard Baskin, who um, oh, yeah. did a lot of labor and civil rights uh, artwork uh, in his lifetime. And uh, Is this Cheryl Baskin's husband? Uh, don't think Cheryl so. Baskin. Carol Baskin. Is that God, goddamn Car Carol Baskin? It's Carol Baskin. Isn't that her husband? Is it Leonard Baskin? I. Is that the guy? We'll get our top researchers on it. I'll have to double you're check. Talking, no, no, he's was... dead. Uh, Leonard Baskin's been dead for twenty years. Okay, so it's not okay. It's not. Oh, you know, I'm talking Bass. to, yeah. talking to the gallery that went down mysteriously over uh, over some <laughs> some Latin American country. <laughs> so, so no, that's, no, no I'm talking to the gallery owner that that uh, knew him uh, when he was alive and. Uh, the gallery represents his Carol estate, Baskin so, so this will be really Carol exciting to, uh, to, to to dig into his work and and do that, and uh, also talk a little bit about uh, the um, the Dillons, who were uh, a husband and wife artist 
that is also represented by the gallery. And uh, they did James Baldwin book covers. So oh. this is going to be on the on on the channel. This is going to be on the. This is going to be on uh, uh, Ben Burgess's channel. Um, okay. And then uh, it's, it will be public and at some point. Uh, and uh, I will make sure everybody knows about it. But I am very excited about this. And, oh, and yeah, I, I was on Ben's show to talk about the Northman uh, this last week. I forgot all about that. That was like, oh, that yeah, was like yeah. That was and, earlier and this week. That's like a ben, thousand years ago. Ben and I and, and Matt and David uh, have a big announcement next week. So I'm excited for that. Uh, so there you go. Very excited for that. So, yeah, stay tuned to Ben Burgess. Give him an argument. We, we got big announcements coming. So We're coming for you, nigga. Don't ever say that to me in public. <laughs> I uh, I feel like I might show up for you guys' uh, you announcement. Know, announcement. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll talk to you. You know, we'll talk uh, if you're around uh, tomorrow, dude. All right. Um, yeah, is that it for plugs? I think so. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I'm plugging. Well, before I go, I do want to say... But, but we do have a final thoughts thing that we attempt to do. I, I, I just want to say before you guys say deep things about this movie, I have nothing to say about this movie. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I just want to say this to, to you people as as individuals. Uh, I'm always excited to come on this show. I'm always real thrilled with the growth I see from this show. Um, I've gotten to meet Forrest in real life. Uh, you are a wonderful young man. Speaking of big dad energy, here's some big dad energy coming your way. You're a wonderful <laughs> young man. Well uh, spoken. I know what you're doing. Conan, you know I love you like a play cousin. You are white Jason. So <laughs> I was thinking you were black Conan, but <laughs> <laughs> it all comes out in the wash, right? So and Andy getting to know you has been has been a pleasure. Um Barack the vote, right? I hope we can <laughs> <laughs> Christina. Christina's terrible about branding. Because the first time I came on. For someone who's so good at branding, she's 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 very diligent in like committing to the bit on this show, which I appreciate. So yeah, I I uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited to see all the stuff you're doing. I loved that intro that you did for this Bullworth thing because you made. Yeah, I, had to, I had to bring it all because you know I got inspired to do these because you you were doing them on this revolution. You yeah. made me go do enough. We we had agreed that I was going to stop doing them, and then because I watched your Bullworth one. I did one for for the show we did last night because I was like, "Fuck that forest guy, he can't." It's like an intro <laughs> arm race. <laughs> but no, no, no. I'm 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 always thoroughly impressed by what you're doing. So, thanks so much. Thank you. That means a lot for you. I'm, I'm glad I was able to be a small part of what you guys are doing here. Back at you. I always I always tell people you're like you know post post Michael Brooks. If anybody's kind of continuing that project, I think. More than anybody else, uh, it's you guys, and you know, with the, with the same people, exactly. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's um, not make it 119 episodes before you're on the main show again. Yeah, I mean, you guys have my number, so <laughs> all right, fair, fair. You should come on for uh, in December. We're doing uh, end of the apocalypse movies. Come on, for mm, I have a guest for you guys too that you need to have on. You need to have Michael Harris on your show. He wrote the Star Wars book, and he wrote the. Um, oh, okay. What's that movie with the woman? Oh yeah, that one. Hunger Games book. Ah. Using Star Wars as a grand narrative for the left, and using Hunger Games for an example to show about collapsing societies and capitalism. All right. He wrote a really good book about. Uh, 
What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <slave>. We have <laughs> a this is revolution rules because it's fun educationally to say out of the left media persona stats on Twitter. Something that I aspire to do. <laughs> Christina and I are of one mind with many things, but especially with that. <laughs> don't yeah, um, stay out, stay all out of those crimes. That's why we're the ones that don't get banned. These these two dudes are always getting. Well, I, I, well, I, I, I get banned because I piss off the wrong people and they just report every tweet that has nothing to do with any. But of them. look, it, the, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, all that matters. Is I, I made an inappropriate joke about uh, about. Um... Yes, you did. Forrest, <laughs> are you telling the truth right now? What the tweets are not about? I mean, I have tweets about those people, but I make sure to not say anything that's going to get me banned. What do you mean by those people? Final thoughts, Jason. You got any final thoughts All on right. Bullworth? All right, Cody, do you have final thoughts on Bullworth? We're we're about uh, to jump over to the after party. Remember, so we'll have some. So we're doing that oh. order. Okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I, this is a this is probably the harshest toke, so to speak, of the entire month, uh, and more so because in ways it hits, and in ways. Boy, does it miss. But uh, yeah, as the one letterboxer, you said, very brave, very brave, Warren Beatty. Uh, this is absolutely so clearly a passion project. And, you know, I would say it hasn't aged well, but it was pretty gnarly to, to, when, it, when it came out. And this is definitely like the, the only one of this month where I'm like, I, I can't. I don't know if I can really say Bullworth is a great movie, but it's definitely worth discussing. And it's incredible that this was a big budget movie. That's the thing that blows my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, and this is like, when you think of passion project, we think of someone given like the blank check, so to speak, to do whatever the hell you want. And Warren Beatty comes back for first reds. And then he comes back with this bold. He also, he also pitched it in the eighties, not mentioning that it was going to be political. Like he, he, yeah. he made it political, quite literally. He made it political. But no, he pitched it a movie about a guy that puts a, a, a gets a bunch of insurance or whatever, and then puts a hit out on himself without mentioning that it was going to be uh, a political project. It's kind of. And I think that so in it's interesting that he went surreptitious with that, knowing like the impediments that would have come with it. I think that it's it's incredible how much as uh, truth to power is spoken in a movie that has this much horrendous rapping, just just horrendous, mm. like like just gnarly like that and then yeah there's so many i'll just call them bold once again bold decisions i don't agree with them i mean mel gibson's pretty bold too <laughs> you know, but, uh, doesn't make the it doesn't invalidate the art but this this is uh one of the harshest tokes and weirdest uh entries for i think i think mel gibson might get forgiven if he made a movie where he's rapping <laughs> <laughs> I'm all think. I'm thinking. Has he rapped in a? No. No, I don't think no. he has. Well, let me tell you something about the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> and then they control the media. You know it's true. <laughs> I think we just wrote, Kanye, I think we right wrote Kanye's next uh, next lead single. <laughs> Um, so, but, uh, yeah, so, so, but, but, yeah, one of the weirdest entries, but, oh, but weirdly, there is a through line through all of them. I like that we, you know, like we've gone sequ sequentially, <laughs> sequentially. I need to stop looking at the comments when I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> we've gone sequentially with them because I think there's a lot to parse here that's a very different uh, type of information to take in than Wag the Dog, which is uh, more of a traditional, like, farce and uh, more like tactical. Whereas this is just like, again, attempting to do a network, but in like the dumbest time frame ever 
um, and just with the most, somebody should have told him no at least three times, uh, you know, if not more, uh, with with major decision points of this movie. But he didn't, and it's there. It is, and there's us talking about it. So there you go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, nappy dugout over there. <laughs> Wait, which one, me? I, I changed. Oh, wait. oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, one of the things this movie really got me thinking a lot about was um, the uh, Jim Hightower book. Uh, uh, if the gods want us to vote, they would have given us candidates, uh, oh. which is uh, mm. I might have that over worth, there. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a great uh, like overview of this this period of history about like how we were demobilized and uh, you know a good critical look at the uh, Clinton era and whatnot. So uh, I, I was thinking a lot about this book while uh, you know while while we were. Um, talking about it and watching the movie and just um but but it absolutely if, if you've not read it uh i highly recommend if you really want to know what's uh how people felt in this era i think i think jim hightower really captured it there much better than this so uh there you have it folks uh michael, michael moore too I, I will say this yeah. like as, as as much as like he was made into a caricature by honestly by neoliberals as much as by conservatives like michael moore in the late 90s very much hit the zeitgeist as well i would say lesser so because he wasn't actually covering the history he was just trying to be like a little provocative about what was going on and i think he was having the correct takes but like it was it was a lot of it was just trying to be provocative uh like uh i remember he had a tv show around this time and he had um uh, yeah, but I'm thinking about downsizing this. I'm talking about the, the first right, this, book. This is, this is after party material. Yeah. yeah. At least we're not arguing about Star Wars chronology like last time. I have <laughs> final thoughts. Yeah, Christina, Barack the vote. Let's hear it. My yes. final thoughts is I the fact that you put that t-shirt on for this show is astounding, and we, you should be applauded for that and should get patrons for that. Thing. I I Christina, I, I just want to say I thought you were just gonna grab it. That so i I'm sorry. <laughs> Because she, she goes hard, man. She goes hard. My final thoughts. I mean, I go, I go bigger home. Really, I, I just go all in. My final thoughts are that this movie was. I should have cut right to the. Uh, I should have just cut right to the to the end music or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm just speechless. I don't know. <laughs> he's speechless. He's speechless, folks. How he's many speechless. speechless faces out of ten? Oh, six point five. All right, that's a that's a high that's a high rating. Well, my final thoughts. Join us at the after party, by the way. I put the link into the uh, into the chat. We'll be hanging out for. Oh, you were pissed off that we were too on topic somehow. Don't worry. There's an after party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna say my name's Forrest Miller, and I'm here to say.